0: Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. Ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles, by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off
2: a bigger problem is it's almost better to know you're dealing with racism than people who don't think it exists because if people don't think it exists and you can't change mm-hmm. and you almost don't know where the problems are. Like if everyone is, is like, no, there, we don't have racism in Canada. You know, that used to be a conversation. We don't have that here. And everyone, the people who are facing it are like, fuck yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're oblivious because the systems are so in place of oppression that you don't even see the people who are dealing with it. Right. Drop it like a hot. Like hot. It like hot, drop it like a hot, drop
3: it
2: like a hot. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy.
1: Hello. Hi. What time is it in Spain right now? I'm so jealous. It's 4.13 p.m. Here before we get started, I just need to know how you ended up in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin just asked me that yesterday. He's here visiting. I hosted a retreat here in 2019 and I was walking around and I was just like, I want to live here. And I called my husband cause he was home with the kids and I said, we should move to Spain. He said, okay. No. Oh my. Sorry. Gosh. You have a yes man then. Yeah, you gotta. Do you <laughs> know what a yes man?
4: Because we have no men. You, you have a no yes and yeah, no, we have men. They're just no men. They're no men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which might might be better to have no men than a no man. You know what I <laughs> mean?
1: You have a yes
2: man. Yeah. Wow. Like,
1: okay, let's and that was September 2019. We started the process, December of 2019, and then COVID, you know, slowed everything yeah. down um but yeah we moved here in 2021 almost sight unseen for him because our trip got canceled and stuff we were gonna but we were able to come a little bit before we moved so yeah we've been here for about two years are you gonna stay there forever i don't know about forever ever um it's hard it's hard Wait, let's introduce you because this is a really
2: interesting conversation. Because I know we have a whole bunch of questions, but this conversation, I feel like even as a mom, the fact that you did that is so, like, um, like so mind blowing and amazing and inspiring. Because I feel I like I, I feel like that. I meet people like you, but I can't imagine oh, yeah, you you ever it.
4: being able to get the wheels in motion to yeah, actually it. Okay. How... we yeah. have monique melton on our podcast today we're very excited she is known for her work in diversity inclusion and anti-racism she's an educator published author and author don't you love being an author just yeah i'm actually working on my outline now from my... <laughs> oh gosh content creator international speaker and host of the shine brighter podcast together there's so many amazing things that you do um and but i love the last sentence in your uh in your bio, she believes we shine brighter together.
1: Isn't <laughs> that so? Like warm and fuzzy, like Care Bears. You yeah, know? but but it's true. I, I do believe that, though. I
2: know. Is Spain? I feel like okay. So we, before we did the intro, which is kind of backwards, we were talking about. <laughs> Spain, because I feel like the culture is very different in terms of how they live their life, how they embrace people. I don't know about how they embrace diversity, because I know that, you know, some parts of Europe are way behind and still super racist and still super like, you know, systemically racist. Like when you moved there, you must have got such a good vibe because you went there for a retreat and then you felt like you must have belonged or felt like peace or a happy, might be a happy place or like what yeah. was that?
1: Yeah. You know, I think part of it though, to be like straight up with you, I think part of it was the fact the people that I was with. So the retreat was for black women and, um, women of color. And so we were just so warm and supportive of each other. No one knew each other prior to coming other than me. They all knew me, but the sisterhood that was created like instantaneously you know just grabbing each other before you get hit by a car on the street because you don't know the difference between the street uh-huh. and the sidewalk just really loving on each other i think that really shaped what i was experiencing here in madrid because once moving here unfortunately what we experienced significantly like smack on is a lot of othering and a lot of feeling as though why are you here so you know people will stare at us the staring if you ask any black person at least from what i've read and also who i've talked to the staring is just so jarring it just it just blows you away and the first days that we were here we were like in the stores getting you know things for the place and my even my kids were like why is everyone staring up like it was just mm. so but i didn't get that experience or at least I, maybe I wasn't noticing it. So, cause I was so caught up with the women that I was with. So that part really did make me feel like, wait a minute, are we, and is this, is, was this the right move? You know, but Monique, when, when you, when you and your kids and your family
4: feel that staring, what are you assuming or knowing for sure is going through the people's eyes and heads as they're staring?
1: So we've gone through a cycle of thoughts because initially it was just so frustrating. Like, why are they staring at us? You know, they must think that we don't belong here. They've never seen black people before because even like babies, like toddlers and stuff would Mm. stop. And just like, you would think we had five heads on our shoulders, but to help with my own, just eat my mental ease. My husband was like, just pretend that they think you're a celebrity and they're just Mm. like, and all of you, because people actually will take pictures of us when we're out. They are will there not us. a lot of black people in Madrid? <sighs> yes, there are, but it, it's kind of like in pockets. And mm. uh, and so I think a lot of times in the places that we are, like I've had someone tell me straight up, oh, I've never had Americans here. I'm like, I know what you mean. I know exactly mm. what you're trying to say. But um, I just, you know, we tell ourselves, sometimes I ignore it. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood, so I'm just annoyed. You know, I'm walking down the street, people are, you know, stopping their cars or ring. Like it is, and my mind is blowing. I have to tell you, my mind is blowing right now. I mean,
2: I haven't been to Europe actually, really at all a lot. Like I haven't spent a lot of time, but through social media, I've seen that like it happens in Paris, like like you know, big cities where you think that that they should be further. This would not be uh, like. Uh, number one, even if you're surprised or shocked, which you, you shouldn't be, that kind of blows my mind that you have the audacity to stop and, like, as an adult, and stare at and not
4: them, be aware of.
2: Aren't you? we all aware that even, like you yes. know if someone has a disability in terms
1: of like someone looks different or has something? them,
2: You don't stop and stare well, that's at them. African
1: culture, I think, because I've talked to other people. They're like, it's definitely Spanish culture. I'm like, mm. yes, but it's also very anti-black, and so that's the part where. Unfortunately, I I feel as though as a black woman living in Spain that a lot of native Spanish folks, white Spanish folks seem to feel as though racism is not a thing, a big Mm -hmm. thing in Spain. But when you talk to black Spanish folks, black folks, you know, expats, it's a different conversation. It's a very different conversation. So, you Mm -hmm. know, overall, we've never had. There is a lot of the police um, profiling that that was surprising for me. I wasn't anticipated for that. Um, But excuse me, but the overall experience we still feel relatively safe. Mm -hmm. So you know, we trade being stared at pulled over by the police you know, randomly because we randomly get pulled like whatever Mm to, you know, being shot and sh- you know as kids getting shot at school or you know like it's like that's right like it's like
2: I mean it's still shitty like it's not like something like, that well, what it's not better or worse like it, it's shitty anyway you cut it's it and, and it's it's um I think that you made a really good point and if for the conversation you know when you say that they don't see the uh, white Spaniards don't necessarily see it as a problem because they don't think it exists. That's almost, a, I, you know mm-hmm. way back when I was a social worker and we had to do an anti-racism course. I mean, this was like 15 years ago. Okay. So you can imagine how far it has like the conversation has changed even since back then. And I remember they were saying that a bigger problem is it's almost better to know you're dealing with racism than people who don't think it exists because if people don't think it exists and you can't change mm-hmm. And you almost don't know where the problems are. Like if everyone is is like, no, we don't have racism in Canada. You know that used to be a conversation. We don't have that here. And everyone, the people who are facing it, are like, fuck yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. You're just you're oblivious because the systems are so in place of oppression that you don't even see the people who are dealing with it, right? So that conversation of them not knowing it makes it feel like it's so much farther behind the conversation
4: like how are your kids in that school yeah and how old are your kids and how do you approach teaching them about empathy and inclusion
3: yeah yeah
1: for so you know my kids are um 10 and 13 and um, Mm -hmm. they are doing really well they go to a school where they take all of these matters very seriously so I feel really good about that because I know that there's no way to protect him from everything, but when there was a racist encounter that happened with my son that was really upsetting for him, um, you know, he broke down crying when he was telling us about it and it just, just shattered my mommy heart, but the school took it extremely seriously. They took swift action. There was no trying to convince or try to, you know, needed to teach them, you know, they immediately... So good, and so that made me feel like you know what, when something happens, they have his back, and that makes me mm-hmm. feel really good. And then my and, daughter- and he would feel really good, right? He would feel really
2: exactly. good seeing the action that he was. He's being validated for exactly. his feelings, and I'm exactly. sure that's like huge in his, exactly. you know, development of where he fits in the world. Having someone be like, no, this is serious and not okay, rather than it being like, well, you misinterpreted it.
1: It's uh, that yeah, big of a deal. Yeah exactly oh it's not a big deal and then my daughter her little friends i think they're like the racism patrol or something <laughs> <laughs> they're like pointing out things and they'll be like don't say that to her that's 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 racist and like and she so you know that she feels good to talk with her friends and um the the kids are doing great the, the they they feel good they're learning their spanish my daughter's spanish is like you would think she was born here. Her accent, everything. I'm like, wow. What about yours? It's getting there. (laughs) I don't know if it's ever going to be like, oh, she's from here. No, they definitely know when I'm speaking Spanish that it's not Native. (laughs) <laughs> when, when you went there like the purpose to go there was to give your kids like
2: a different experience or was it to go there to because you work from you work from home you do online court, like you do online courses you go you do sp- like um speaking like what was the intent because I think a lot of us are watching you follow like that's a dream mm-hmm. like that is a dream that you followed through I mean maybe it wasn't a dream growing up but you you were like I'm gonna do this that so, seems really
4: overwhelming from like my you, point of view you
2: definitely have a personality that's like I'm gonna I'm not fucking around here. I'm gonna like actually do this.
4: How 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 do you do
2: that as a mom with two kids and a husband? Like what is that in you? Uh
1: you know, I have a very I want that. Okay, I'm going to go do that. You know, like I wanna always, do that. Always, 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 always always so brave. You know? Always. And never waiting until it's all figured out either. Never waiting Ugh. until it's all perfect until all the ducks are in a row. No, just like, but not just like completely just jumping out there and hoping that something will not that, but like, okay, this is what I want to do. Here's some stipulations. I told my husband, once I make a certain amount of money, which I had never made before, not even, not even, not even close to what it was so I so that was kind of like okay it's going to be somewhere far far in the future I was like once I make this kind of money we'll do it and he was like okay but then I did I was like oh let's do it you know we'll, we'll, we'll do this
4: thing. Let's do he, I want to be married to her I want to yeah, get I want to be married to you and then <laughs> I want a husband like yours too I'm like yeah let's go that's amazing yeah, and yeah, when, you,
3: when
2: you when you it was COVID the same in Spain as it was in um well, they were
1: friends. Friends. they lost they mm. lost They locked down. Like you couldn't even leave certain areas. Kids couldn't go outside. That was Canada. That was was, uh, for two years. It was crazy. We had a lockdown last year. I wasn't
2: allowed to come to her house. But I snuck in. Yeah, we the the police <laughs> were called. You we weren't allowed to touch grass, or the police. I got chased by the police like three times for my kids <laughs> touching. I it am was not crazy. I, I knew how to run and where to run, and they chased us. And so I was like, to "My kids, you're on the run. run, now. run. You're on the yeah, run." Yeah, I, I was like, "I touched grass. How dare I? Took my kids touch grass."
3: <laughs>
1: That's what one of yeah one of my um you know friends who lives here she she was like yeah it was super super intense it wasn't like that in the states um mm-hmm. but mm. yeah I, th- I mean the culture is very different um there are definitely things that i like a lot about Spain, and then there are things where i'm just like this could absolutely be easier there's mm-hmm.
3: things, you know
1: does it there's- still shut
2: down at three o'clock like for two hours like the bank and everything shuts down for two hours in the middle yeah, of the day yeah
1: restaurants restaurants around four o'clock don't don't you think like oh i'm gonna have a late you know lunch.
3: Mm-mm. no you know <laughs> <no. laughs> it's so frustrating as a mom i'm just
1: hungry i'm
4: hungry yeah. and i have a
1: minute and you cannot get dinner no dinner before eight or eight thirty at a restaurant <gasps> at a restaurant like you know you can go home do what you want to do but
3: yeah. So that what time do they
1: what time do they go to bed? I don't go to bed. <laughs> they party you know, there's kids at the, i
2: remember when i, I made mean, a stop when i was like 21 at a bar and like then one of the in barcelona i want to say and the, there was kids in the bar partying like with their moms they were like 10 years old on the no, no, yes gosh. yes i am not lying to you and i was so like what are the kids doing at the bar because they're like bars it was like one bar and then that closed the next bar opened and then the dance the discotheque opened at like one o'clock in the morning i was like <gasps> okay
1: before we move on to the next question I like that. Does the, like does the day start later? So school starts at nine. Oh, so so the they just don't get that much sleep. Yeah, school starts at nine. Um, but a lot of places don't open until 11. A lot of places don't open until 10 or 11. Um, like if you want to go to the Gucci store, for example, they don't open <laughs> until 11. You got to wait. You got to wait before you overspend. I've never been to the Gucci store, <laughs> yeah. but I would go to one in Spain. I feel like I'll wait till 11 to you go. You just to sleep food. in. Yeah, sleep in. Sleep in and go at 11. But yeah, um the the kids they're in school. They come home, but we eat, we usually eat dinner at home. Well, now we're, now we kind of eat it a little later. Yeah. Dorms yes, you adapted. Adapted. I,
2: yeah. I want to take a quick break and then I want to ask you about your courses. Cause I was reading mm-hmm. like some of the reviews cause you have a separate Instagram page for the, the, like you, you are, you do a lot of online courses. You have a free course right now. I want to say that people can sign up for, I
1: don't know where you got that from, but maybe
2: But <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. Hold on. I'm going to take a quick break. <laughs> we'll come right back.
0: Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
4: In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
2: Um, I saw people were like, it's life, it has, it has changed my perspective. It has changed. Like there's a lot of things, obviously we have to sign up. Tell us about your courses. What are the courses who can benefit from the courses? How long are the courses and what's the intent of the courses?
1: Yeah. Great questions. So, okay. So neither one of you have taken any of the classes so far yet.
2: No, but you know, what's so weird is I was saying I have followed, we have followed you for a while and I feel like, I feel like my, my algorithm is so bad, right? Like, I don't even, I have seen, haven't seen people in years come up on my page and I'm like, Whoa, like I don't even know what's going on with Instagram, but I was, when I went back, because I saw your, um, the, your other handle, which I went through, you know, like the, your podcast. Yeah. Shine Bright School. Shine, I mean, the Shine Brighter Together. Um, yeah and and so i was like uh, so i went through there but we weren't following that one so i went there so when you i guess you have to interact like constantly now to bring it back up i actually went and and dm someone recently i was like i'm so i have not seen your post in so long i just want to let you know you make us smile just because i was like it had been so long so i was like sorry carry on Uh, you you have no excuse so no i don't i don't no 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 i don't have
1: any i'm not saying i have any excuse at all literally no excuse But we have. okay. so back in 2020, that's when my Instagram went viral, like Mm -hmm. a lot of other black educators. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would I wouldn't put my work under the diversity and inclusion umbrella. I say more of like black liberation, using anti-racism as a tool. But anyway, when I first started out, no one took my classes. It was like three people in my very first class. But then I went viral and we have over a thousand people who sign up for just one class. It would just be How one much thousand. is a class? Well, at that time it was pay what you can. So some people would pay $10, $20, $100, you know. And then I always have had this course, which y'all should take this course. Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: Unity over comfort. And I used to run it live. And now it's self-paced and we actually are now doing like a special cohort that's live, but it's going to be taught by former students. So I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about that. But anyway, that course is the one that a lot of people talk about how it's just completely changed their lives, like turn their world all around in the best way. So we have like courses like that, that are, um, extended, you know, there's lots of lectures, resources, materials, and things baked into them. They're very comprehensive, incredible. Um, we have the unity over comfort. We have a diet anti-diet culture course. We have a black liberated parenting course. Yes. It's for all people, not just black people. So it's teaching your kids, um, using anti-racism as a framework for, um, teaching your kids, um, how to show up in the world and be a more decent person, um, and commit to anti-racism as well. The other um, thing that we have is, so we, so we used to do a la carte. So you just sign up for every, any class you want. You want to take the perfectionism class, which also people have told us has changed their life completely. Um, you want to take the class on interracial friendships. You want to take the class on boundaries. Fine. Now what we've done is we've put all of the shine classes. So not the course, like you know, anti-racism, unity you know, over comfort, but just all the shine classes on all those different topics and some, into one membership community that good one. Now you have access to this membership community. But you know, what's really interesting now, I also do some one-on-one coaching, which is extremely exclusive. So... <laughs> <laughs> So I I I like myself, myself up, but it's really <laughs> I,
2: I, I, me too, too, and I love other people who do it. You gotta visit be, me. You like kind of love yourself, love, so and you know what I mean. You're like I am great, and all that. We love that.
1: Yeah, I really am. I'm just such <laughs> something. Uh, very exclusive, but um, so I do, so I do some of that. Um, and but the thing that's really interesting to me now, so so now when we uh, remember, I told you in 2020 and 2021. I would announce a class and we would have like over a thousand people sign up for the class Mm. now, Mm. maybe 10 Mm -hmm. people think their work is done. You know what? I don't think that, I don't think they think the work is done. I, I think that they don't want to do the work anymore. People got a little sample of what it would look like to actually do the work. And they're like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to go back to pretending that the problem doesn't exist because mm-hmm. it doesn't directly affect me in ways that bother me enough. Mm-hmm. So moving on. And so even with our membership community, people, it's, it's $50 a month. People pay that in Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So, but we also have people who are very reluctant and wanting to invest in that. And I think that has a lot to do with their same reluctance with committing to the work like they're just not mm-hmm. interested in making that kind of commitment so right now we've seen a significant decline like over seven almost 70 percent of interest across the board um in the work and it's really devastating because the work is not done it's mm-hmm. not- although the membership is
4: the best way to participate because there's there's so much information there you still can
1: do a la carte courses yeah, you can still do, you're like, okay, I just want to start with the anti-racism 101, go for it. It's $127. So it really is just like so much smarter to just do. And I, of course, I
2: I of think course. what people don't like realize is that, you know, it's, it's so much work and like heavy lifting for people who have to teach it. And, you know, like the, because it's not an everyday conversation. So you kind of have to go back to the basics to explain it. Like, it's not like you're teaching something that is a common knowledge, which it should be, but it's because you, you know, the reason like if you went to university, it would cost a thousand dollars to take that course and you'd get an hour a week. And then you write a test, and like, there you go. But it's different when you're hearing it, you know, from a perspective of someone who's living it and then also teaching. And I think that's really under, I think that if you're going to do something, do it from the people who are living it. So you learn from a perspective that isn't being taught by someone who doesn't experience it. Right. Like my, my daughter's school is really good at bringing in, You know, when we do a lot of we do a lot of um, indigenous studies in Canada and they bring in the leader, the native leaders, and they don't bring them into the institution because the the leaders do not want to be in the institution. They want to be outside. So they honor they meet them where the leader wants to be rather than learning from a textbook. So, you know, people might be like, I don't have one hundred and twenty seven dollars right now. But the whole point is that if you want to learn and you need to learn to be like an active citizen, learn from the people who are actually living it to teach it from an experience rather than a historical perspective of what, you know, we can talk about as people who might have learned it versus someone who's teaching it and living it.
1: Somebody observed it from the outside. In. Yeah, and yeah. And the thing is, here's, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Most people who are on Instagram, for example, are probably on Instagram with a phone that costs a couple hundred dollars. Mm, more. At least or more these they're paying for cell phone services that are probably a couple hundred dollars they have netflix they have all these things and so like not this is nothing against people who don't have the means because there are plenty of people who do not have the means and those are usually <clears throat> not the people complaining about not having the means they they're, they're cuz usually the people who are don't have the means they find other ways to get involved and don't mm-hmm. take up trying to make excuses for things but the thing is in America for example in the United States of America um white people own over 80% of the wealth. So I have a hard time believing that the majority of folks mm-hmm. who are opting out of this work is because they don't have the money. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe it. Not especially I, because I there are free resources too. So there's resources so you don't you don't have free? That that's just get out. Yeah. Of It's crazy,
2: also that companies don't don't purchase the courses for their employees. Yeah, like that blows my mind.
3: They 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 used to. Oh, I mean,
2: in
1: twenty twenty, everybody and their mama (laughs) in my inbox, baby. I had the United States um, House of Representatives, the U.S. Congress, House of Representatives. Everybody was in. they, They didn't move forward. But my point is. Everyone was looking for it. It was a trendy thing mm-hmm. for people. It was a trend for people it's it's my lived experience. It's my life is mm-hmm. not a trend and it's and it's one that's gone. You how know? do we bring it back like how do we like how do we make sure
2: that the like in in part of sharing the courses and sharing the conversations like what what is your hope that when people take the courses and that they live it every day but and then what like continue to pass it on or or how How does that work continue
4: to help support the community rather than just as an individual learning it? And then on that question, I do have a couple of more specific questions about the courses, which I know I can look up. But if I'm thinking them, other people want to ask them, too. And can we take them with our children?
3: Yeah.
1: That's a good question. So the first one you said, how, like, you know, what, what did you say? How do we, how do, like we, how do
2: we keep, you know, so, so we're having this conversation right now and then the podcast is going to go out. So I'm listening to it and, and I'm an, I'm a listener and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the course. What is your, how do we keep the conversation present right now? So it's not a trend of 2020, but like the, everyone do. Yeah. When they're listening to this
1: so I think I think the answer I think the answer you already have it um, you have to care and if mm-hmm. you don't care you, you talk about what you care about you spend time on what you care about you invest money and energy into things that you care about and so you've got to figure out why you don't care enough and why mm-hmm. it's not something that you're concerned about and 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 truly white people need to figure this out amongst themselves because black people have spent enough time and energy mm-hmm. talking to y'all about this stuff. There's nothing new that I could ever say that my ancestors haven't already said in some way that needs to be said. We need to, black people, we need to be somewhere laying down, taking a nap, like Trisha, yeah. Harkin, you know, and her, yeah. you know, the, the you know, rest is resistance. We don't, we don't need to be trying to spend time trying to figure out how to get white people to do what they already supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a conversation y'all need to be having with each other. Like, when are we going to get our shit together? When are we going to decide as a collective that we're tired of this and we want to do better? And and the, the thing is, there are a lot of white people, because I've seen it. I've taught, I've taught thousands and thousands and thousands of students. I've taught a lot of students in Canada, too. Canada, they be loving me. But <laughs> I, I've taught many, and I know for a fact that there are many people that I have worked with that are dedicated that are committed that yeah. are but they are a very small fraction mm-hmm. of the group, and so it's only so much that you can do, but the thing is there is plenty mm-hmm. plenty that you can do that's the yeah. thing that's the thing yeah. like yes, take the classes, apply what you're learning you know you think about so y'all between the two of you, how many kids do you have it's like seven. Seven. Okay. seven kids a bunch it's a bunch um so when you do you remember back when you had you were pregnant with your your first and mm-hmm. you went to the classes? mm mm-hmm. classes
3: I did not I did
1: go, go. you didn't go well no, I so I I'm an 18, okay and I remember them teaching us all these kinds of things right and I'm like how am I gonna remember all this stuff what am I gonna do but then when I was in labor and i was at the hospital i remembered that she told me to do this and to do that and so i applied that knowledge that i had learned that maybe i didn't anticipate needing or knowing Mm -hmm. but i'm glad that i took the time to learn it because when in the setting where it counted i had it and so a lot of times you have white people who are like Well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Spend time educating yourself so that when you are in these situations, which you will be, you Mm -hmm. can be prepared. you can pull from that knowledge that you have already spent time investing in. But unfortunately, folks are just kind of reactive. And so they don't really do anything or don't know what to do. And that's not helping anyone.
2: Can people listen to an audio, like if they're going for walks, or is That's it visual, fair.
1: visual too? I know you're an eight student, Monique, but this girl
4: over here is not. Is it a lot of reading, or is it video, or is it of, of a, the lot of it's a lot oh, of
1: audio? Is a lot of audio, so you can. You could be, you know, in the kitchen doing the dishes. You can be, you know... On your and pom- that's great, especially if your kids are in and out. Put it on.
2: And, you know, oh. even hearing the... Con- they don't have to ha- maybe be sitting down, but if they're hearing the conversations, like, that is in the house. Yeah, like, let them listen. They'll they'll pick it I up while they're listening. listening.
1: There might be yeah. some customers here and there, but... Oh, no. it's fine in this house. This is totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, th- th- to, now, you're asking kids... Okay. So we have a course, it's a parenting course. It's not for, the course isn't, oh, let me sit down and teach this to my kid course, but there are resources that you can do along with your child in a part of that course. So it's like workbooks okay. and things, you know, how to study black history or how to do like it's scenarios. It's all kinds okay. of things you would do alongside them. And this is really good.
2: And Monique, this um, this is what it, for some reason, conversations like this infuriate um people, which is so crazy to me, because if you're if this is getting you mad, then you ha- then you need the work. Like if this conversation makes you mad, then this com- this is the person who who needs it, because if you can't hear this conversation, then that's a bigger problem than actually like you are the problem. <laughs> you are the problem. If, if conversations like these make you mad.
1: Yeah. You know, I just wonder, do they get as upset when they hear about a black person being murdered by the police? Does that- no, they don't. And that's the problem
2: that because they, they want to find, you know, they want to find reasons why they did get murdered. That's the biggest problem is, you know, in in, in we're lucky in Canada that we have a, a we don't have the same guns. We don't have the same. like we do not. We definitely have racism. We well, right now we get no news. I don't know if you know this, but in Canada, we had get no news from social media. It's been blocked by our government. So we don't get any any, any any Canadian news, any American news, like nothing meta, and um they're all on a fight. So um I know there's things that have happened and, and I had no idea. She watches the news and then lets me know, but, but we get like Trump news. We don't get American, you know? So Anyways, I think that they, it is, unfortunately, these conversations are not on our page constantly anymore. And it was so, it was so good to have them. So we have to be, as Canadians, even more actively involved and seek it out because you Google the news, you're not getting it on any of the social media. It says not available. So it's an unfortunate place because we can live in such an ignorance bliss as a white woman because you're not seeing anything. And, but if you're someone who is black or a person of color, you're experiencing it firsthand with no advocacy on social media. Mm -hmm. So it can just, you know, as a white person, the privilege is we get to not think about it.
1: Right. So that's the problem. You get to not think about it. And, you know, something I think that, you know, there are going to be people who are going to be upset and that's fine. You can can feel however you want to feel. And I tell people to argue with your mama because I'm not going to argue with You about my humanity and my right to exist as a whole human being free of harm. But the thing that really I don't think enough white people acknowledge and probably don't even care. And that's 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 the truth. But I don't think people realize the tremendous blow to trust that this what I call the pseudo white awakening of 2020, what that did to trust as a black person. And, and, and looking at white people and looking at like the collective and seeing how y'all had such an opportunity to do things differently and have access to so many resources to do things differently. And here we are, and things are worse and you're just telling me to hold on and to just be patient or to check my tone. I think that people haven't realized, I talk about this in unity over comfort, the trust bank and how. You know, if you're a white person and you're like, I want to be friends with a black person, we we get along great, you know, race isn't a thing. It is a thing. But you're starting that relationship in a deficit already because of his things that happened way before you were even born. The historical context, the scripts are there. And so if you're going to deposit, you're either going to deposit or withdraw from thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think there was such a huge withdrawal from the trust bank in 2020 2021 that when you talk to a lot of different black people content creators educators writers all of us across the board there's just this feeling of letdown at the mm-hmm. same time knowing that it was going to happen you know mm. it's like you're seeing a truck coming your way you know it you know it's coming you're going to feel the impact so you're not shocked but you're still in pain
3: uh-huh. yeah
1: that's, that's what this that's and and that's a that's a big outfall. Like that was a huge,
2: like a huge that because that, that that was from the top to the bottom. Like that was companies. That's like you know what I mean. Like that's like, that's not just that's not just like the day to day interactions. It kind of started at the top and it's gone all the way down.
4: Because you we are content creators on social media. You are as well. Um, what do you think that the media? uh is playing promoting or hindering diversity a young uh, young people and also i want to know this because between us we have nine children so w- no we have seven but oh between the three of us no, no, I'm, like, like, okay, so I'm, like, I'm like okay i'm like do we get more? I'm like, wrong we have nine children yeah like uh, um yeah how's social media playing that role in a good way and a bad way for young people right now do you think
1: do so I think that social media is playing a good role in what? Say that part again. In, um, in hindering
4: diversity, in promoting, promoting, promoting or hindering diversity in young people.
1: I mean social media is, is is no different than any other agent of socialization in the sense that it's going to operate from the dominant dominant narrative and so the dominant narrative is white supremacy right that white is the default and everyone else is a deviation from that everyone mm-hmm. else is to be measured by those standards set by white culture and so social media just like you said earlier, you know, your algorithm, you know, you don't see this, you don't see that, that has a lot to do with the fact that these things are not designed in a way to be inclusive, to be representative of what, what the world actually looks like. And kids are absolutely consuming that and seeing that, um, you know, who gets, who gets the sponsorship dollars, who gets Mm. to collaborate with the brands who's going to be found all those we all saw
2: tiktok what they did they picked someone to blow them up like that was a full that felt like they picked two people addison ray and charlie like if that's what they felt like they felt like you know what i mean like it was like they even though the dances were from black create like it was just such that conversation was so like so crazy because it felt like on tiktok specifically because that's where you know our the narrative is for the children that was not that was everyone's like, this is fully racist because we're not, like, there's, the algorithm is not even picking up these people. Like, and if, if it's an AI, what are they, we don't know what they're programming. We'll never know what they're
1: programming to blow up or not blow up, right? Like, we'll never know. And it's not, but that's the thing. The AI is not some, like, mystical thing that exists out there. There are humans behind it that are designing right. it.
3: You know? Well, exactly, really yeah.
1: They're programming it. And if those humans who are doing it are not aware of their own, Mm. Because their own racist beliefs and their own, you know, pre- prejudice, then of course that's going to go right into it. Yeah, right, you're right, right into it. We all have assumptions yeah. that we make about people based upon our limited knowledge, experience, and interactions. And so, we one way to notice notice your prejudice is to is to say is to to notice what surprises you what Mm -hmm. what shocks me what am i wow i didn't know like so when someone hears me speak for example and they say oh you're so articulate Mm -hmm. why why did you think otherwise right Mm -hmm. that's why i can't wait till my Spanish is fluent so i can be flexing on them like what yes (laughs)
3: like
1: in here out here just doing it and they're going to be shocked does your husband speak spanish now or is he like He's you? Learning. He's learning. Yeah, so we're both, we're both learning. We're both learning and we're getting better and better every day. Yesterday I called and I was saying something real fast. And I was like, okay, girl, you over here saying it. You know? How do you learn? How do you learn? Class, girl, you got to take class. Oh. You gotta study, you got to listen, you got to practice, you got to say things, you got to get it wrong. I remember when we first moved here, I asked them to bring me more toilets when I was trying to say more tiles, more, like wash. Oh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, like, Ma'am, what? what? <laughs> but, what, ma'am, they did not bring me another toilet. So that was good. I think they knew what I meant. <laughs> you had enough. And I just, I, uh, side note, you and your husband are high school sweethearts we are we met in weightlifting class in where spain. did you grow up in uh the midwest and that's where you left to go to spain we well we were living on the east coast for a while and then we went to spain wow i think oh, we're what? east
2: coast i think we're considered east we are, coast and okay, okay we're east coast we're east. but east coast like way out of halifax so there's a hurricane there right now but i, I guess oh, we're right. like mid mid i don't know so what grade were you in when you started
1: dating your me? husband I was a junior in high school. Three, nine, nine, three, junior, freshman. We don't 11, have that. Oh, do that? that? We we don't oh, have that's that. 11. That. That's <sighs> 11. Oh, then you go senior. Okay. Then you go 12. 12. Yep, senior year. Wow. wow. Um. Do you, did your kids ever hate you for a moment for moving them or were they totally like, yep, yeah, let's go? Listen, we, we came here the month before we moved to like get all the things situated. And as soon as we land, My daughter was like back in America, like she just like (laughs) America was a distant memory. She sounds like a good time. She just sounds like she's hilarious. They do not want to move. They like it here. The only thing is my daughter really misses Olive Garden.
2: I mean, we just got Olive Garden dressing in the grocery store, like the salad dressing, like just as of like, I picked it up. It doesn't taste the same in my opinion. Anywho, because we don't get the Olive Garden in Canada. We had it for a minute when we were in high school and that was gone. And it's just endless salad and the breadsticks. Yeah, breadsticks. So yeah, I I wonder when she goes back, if she'll think it, like, I wonder if it's a memory or fact that it was that good for her. And will her palate have changed?
1: Yeah, I definitely know that my palate has changed. My friend went and he brought me some of the Olive Garden salad dressing back. It was really good. He also brought me back some French salad dressing. We all just destroyed it. But (laughs) things are not as sweet or salty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do know I'm going to be like, whoa. But I'm going to the Cheesecake Factory, baby.
4: Oh, we got that. We just got that We got that last year in Canada for the first time. Oh, do you like it? Of course we like it. Yeah, we overdid it a bit. It's a bit, yeah. we did it a yeah. bit too We got much. a little obsessed. We need a break.
1: Where can, oh yeah, tell me what you going to say. I was going to say, do you take
2: all your kids out when you go Yes, out? and then we do a TikTok on how much it costs because they are so, because now they're getting bigger. And they eat like adults and you forget that they grow up like you can't get one meal and share it with like four ways you know and then you're like oh my god they just keep getting bigger and bigger and that is shocking as parent that they just keep growing i know that sounds naive but like we want adult size and we're like i know that's too expensive you need yeah. free refills you know drink free refills we yeah. don't get that in canada either yeah. there's not free refills only at the cheesecake factory so it's like you get one drink so make it a good one mm-hmm. um or water for the whole table but yeah we better go and slow. better drink slow. Um, where can, where should people go find you? Um, and when, if they're like listening and they're driving, what's the one place they should go to? I feel like I could talk to you for a really long time Mm because you're hilarious. And, um, I don't know if she's inviting us over, but we go to Spain and we're going to her house. I love that. No, (laughs) she didn't invite us (laughs) over, but we'll go find our way. Where can they, where can they find you? What should they do? Where should they go?
1: They can go, um, to the Shine Bright School website and, and enroll in the school. Go get involved in a class. Go take a class. Take what's the, that you know, website? Shinebrightschool.com. Shinebrightschool.com. Or is go it T E or G H D? Oh, that's cute. No, it's just regular G H D. Wait, G-H-D. what's that? Wait, what, what, G-H-D. Wait, G- I think. G H D. Okay,
2: I don't. You know, we have different spelling in America and Canada too, like color and stuff like that. We spell it differently. So I just had to make sure we were spelling it right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, we do. No, I know.
3: C-O-L-O-U-R.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. O-R. Yeah. Good point. Um, thank you. See, moving in. That or the Shine Bright. Um, well, yeah, Shine Brighter Together Instagram page. But if you want some more fabulousness. like Yes, we do fashion and inspiration yeah. yeah yeah you can go to mo motivate m-o-e motivate and That's mo motivate I mean. you took a year off
4: um buying anything that, that is long over right it's not Shopping over yet.
3: No.
1: i started no <gasps> oh, it's still going i started last year i started last december so i'm still <sighs> nothing
3: how does it feel? feel like you
1: know food and stuff yeah, of course like, yeah 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 How does it feel um, It is probably been one of the best decisions I've made in my life.
4: I can only imagine.
3: com. Okay, wait. I wasn't crazy.
2: It says a complimentary course. You posted it four days ago. What? What did you say? How to collect your people? A complimentary code co- course. Prep for the collect your people course. Have you taken the how performative is your assessment? If the answer is yes, then you know we're getting ready to release the complimentary collect your people course. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Um, Oh my actually, God.
1: I, I, was, was, oh my God. I, I was like, I was like, was I, on page? I, I swear I read that somewhere. I'm like, okay. My team, they put that, um, together. Okay. I forgot about okay. that. <laughs> good, I should probably know, okay. but I didn't know. I, that's, okay. I, that's, that's okay. That's okay. We're going to do, we're going to do some money stuff because I'm writing a book. Um, the title of the book is I'm not taking money advice from white women so mm-hmm. <laughs> our team just did that they did
2: an amazing um workshop on that and they were uh it was it was a hard one because they tried to get a sponsorship um and none of the banks would do it our team they're a uh, team of black women and they did a whole course for people to try to get them to for women and money and not one
4: bank got on board with with sponsors they were so pissed like we're gonna do it ourselves show how successful it is and side note watching all kinds of banks sponsoring like a A traditional traditional yeah they
2: were so just like I was like oh you know it was um it's a great topic to be in especially for like you know women and this whole conversation because you're living something that, that people don't even think like, I can't even imagine the amount of money people just spend uselessly each day. Like just like piss away. I
1: know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Um, so yeah, the, the book is, is good because we're going to talk about healing our relationship with money. Um, yes. we're talk about the overspending while we're overspending money, trauma, toxic money, mindset, nonsense, you know, all those things. I'm, you know, I'm working on that. So the shopping freeze that I did for myself was the perfect preparation. I feel like mm-hmm. to help me have an even more informed perspective to write the book, but I'll never shop the way that I used to never.
2: I need, I need, you know, I, I need to, I need to get there. I need, I. I feel it. Like I feel Amazon is way too accessible. I. Is there Amazon in Spain? Is that a damn question?
1: Yeah, but it's not very accessible. It's not, I wouldn't say it's very accessible. There's definitely no like overnight nonsense. Mm. I just, it, it's it's crazy. It actually is crazy. The, it's the awesome. it's wild. wild. Um. So the shopping freeze, you should do it with us. Like you, it, I went cold turkey. I went from shopping almost every week you know, multiple tabs open, never really buying all the stuff, just putting it in the cart, but still spending money, still spending money every month shopping to nothing. nothing. What about your kids? You buy them something or is it just a you thing or is it But they grow. They don't need nothing. I mean, we bought them bare minimum this and that, you know, because even when we moved here, I went to the store, I didn't really notice, you know, like. Oh, it was the prices and stuff, and I'm like, oh, this cute, this cute. Now I'm just like, girl, oh, you don't need that. No. What about status? What about yeah, status in the shoes
2: things. for the kid? Like, what about the status things of those these kids they in? I feel like anything.
1: North America. Nothing that I didn't think so. Your kids don't care, or like the kids Spain doesn't oh, care about, like the Nike Air Force
2: One Jordan that. drop.
1: They don't care about nothing. I was talking to one of my kids. I was like, come on now, y'all won't be musty. They were like, everybody stinks. I was like, listen, <laughs> you we gotta draw the line somewhere you know but she's like everybody thinks no one cares but like you no know, they don't care about no they shoes they shoes be toe down and, when like, and do- none of the kids are rolling
2: with 175 dollars shoes right none of them
3: oh no oh no. my god
4: that's amazing because half of it just is it's you know the kids come to you they're like every single person in my class like has this thing or like we say like the girls got their nails done and it's like I don't want like I don't want to be uh bullied into spending things but I am also like shoot like I, I still want them to feel like they're
1: like keep you know keeping up like they're still fitting in and doing the things no that's not a thing, that's not a thing at all I mean I remember the first school they went to they came, I had them dressed all looking good and stuff. And when mm. they came on the first day looking toe down to the ground because they had been playing like kids do, I mm. was like, nope, we're changing this whole thing. We're getting something just basic. No, you no, you ain't wearing that to school. And so then I just even changed my whole mindset. Because I, I think I was taking my American. Yeah. Like you dress really nice when you go to school. You have on new clothes, new shoes. No, that is not. That's pretty great. Also, we, we so We have a lot important. We have a lot to change, like a lot to oh, change.
2: Geez. You know, I, this is a quick end story. My, I bought my son a pair of shoes. They were expensive shoes. He opened them. I did not like his reaction. And then he left them like kind of in a box on the
4: floor. Okay. I packaged them back up and I, well, I walk in and go oh, to my son and go, Oh my gosh, this was the next day. Yeah, You should see the shoes that Kat bought for her son. And then her son was like, Oh Yeah. And he, Where couldn't, are those? he couldn't find them. And I'm like,
2: they're gone. <laughs> and he was like, what? I'm like, they're gone. And he goes, what? And her sounds like this. It was what? so awkward. We were all And I'm all like, gone. you know, I didn't feel that you really loved them. And the, the, the you didn't really respect them that I got them for you. So they went back. And um, I literally returned them. And I, I, it was one of the best things I ever did. You know, it was. I watched his face. He was kind of like, oh, my. I felt bad. But I, I stuck to it. And he couldn't argue you. He, he had nothing to say. He was kind of like, it was. Okay
4: a really good parenting moment for her, but it was really awkward to be a part of.
2: So I packaged them up and sent them back and that was it. And I, I will, I haven't bought him anything since, but I'm curious to see his reaction. the next time I buy him something, what it's going to be, because it's going to go he back. your should, should cry happy tears. Yeah. You, or something just like, thank you so much.
1: If you're not thankful, it's gone. You better write an essay. You better do everything he needs. Yeah. <laughs> Our presentation. It's appreciative of what they, of what they have. Um, for yeah. Sure. You
3: know,
1: yeah yeah thank my you kids, for spending oh, Sorry, i was just gonna say my kids they do like to vacation though so they like they like to go to paris you know they like well you're live. in a
4: perfect place for that they're really lucky
1: they're really
2: really lucky that they get to see this part of the world like as as this young as part of their lived experience it's really a gift because it will be different cultural values they'll grow up with a different perspective than what we're all living which is sort of amazing mm-hmm. i love it for them Thanks so much, thank you. Thank you for the morning. I t- think we took way too much mm-hmm. time. I apologize. and um we uh, we just appreciate the the work you're doing.
4: and thank you for uh, being you and showing up as you are. And we'll link everything, all of your stuff so everyone who's
1: listening can go sign up today and And you gonna sign up for something today, too? Yes,
2: yeah. yes, yes, I yes. literally, I will literally yes. and then we will post about it and send it
1: out. We should put in the newsletter, yeah, for sure. Okay. How long will it take me to go do one course? You can do it in a day. I mean, they're like to to do one class. They're usually like ninety minutes, two hours. So. Okay, okay. I, I get scared of homework, but this is important, and I, I know where I'm going to start. Don't be overwhelmed by the homework. It's not <laughs> no. Don't do that to yourself. Take. One <laughs> we'll double dose the medication so
2: we can focus. <laughs> yeah, two ADHD moms here. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.